Hello, welcome back to another episode of Made Whole. So today I wanted to talk about what it looks like to simplify your life. And obviously everything that I share are just kind of my opinions or my own experience, but hopefully this is helpful or, I don't know, inspiring or motivating um, to kind of switch things up. And I feel like this kind of goes along with the new year, like a lot of people are trying to declutter, simplify, be more maybe minimalistic, things like that. And I love that. I'm all for that. Um, I think this for me personally is just like how I was raised and like live my life. My mom's always been a very like big cleaner and declutter and like, I don't know, my family's really modeled what it looks like to simplify life. And I think as they've um gotten like older and things like that it's maybe they don't practice these things as much as they used to but I still um, really value a lot of like the principles of having a more simple minimalistic life um it's more sustainable it's more affordable it uh, gives you a lot more peace of mind so thought I'd just kind of go over and share some of my thoughts on all of this so the first thing that um, kind of comes to mind when wanting to live a simpler life is just organizing things. So if you're someone that doesn't use like a planner or any way to like kind of track life events, uh, I would highly recommend a planner or a calendar and writing it out, typing it out each, maybe even the beginning of the month or the week, whatever kind of fits best for you. But figuring out what your month, week, day looks like can kind of clear up a lot of space in your mind to not be like, oh, what is this and this and this and having to remember it. You have it all written down to refer back to it in a moment of stress when you're you're not really focused on um, what's, what's next. And so I feel like that's really helpful. You can get as creative with it as you want. There's like digital resources like Canva where you could make your own planner or calendar and make it your style. You could obviously order or buy one. Um, or you could honestly like, there's a phase in my life where I would just like draw my own calendars or like, I don't know, I would just get really artsy with it. So you could always do something like that. Um, but yeah, that would be my first tip just organizing your life in some form of like, these are my commitments to X, Y, and Z. These, this is when I work. Um, and then you can kind of, it kind of goes back into like the concept of time management, which is really important, um, especially when trying to live a simpler life, being able to um, manage your time well and wisely so that then you have kind of space and freedom for other things that you want to do. Um, let's see. The next thing that comes to mind is just the physical side of simplifying your life. So physically clearing out your space. And this looks different for everyone. I think I can tend to lean more on like, I would say an extreme side of cleaning or like decluttering, things like that. So, um, what I like to do is like keep my room, my space clean, and clean 
and tidy are two different things to me. So tidy is like picking up the clothes on the floor and um, like, I don't know, arranging things to look how you want them and putting your books away and closing your drawers and like keeping them organized. That's what tidy means to me. But clean is like uh, when something's dirty, like let's say your desk, like you wipe it down and um, you vacuum your floors, you wipe your windows, like keeping your room clean um, and tidy. I think they go hand in hand. It's important to have both um, and that can help you just feel a lot less stressed and like one, you've done something for yourself. It's kind of a form of self-care and taking care of what's yours. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the verse in, I don't even know where it is. Maybe I'll find it. But it's this verse that talks about um, essentially like when you're trusted with like little in your life, like the Lord will trust you with more things. And the concept is kind of like when you can take care of a small amount of what you've been given, like the Lord will continue to entrust you with more. And so like for me, how I think of it is like if I can take care of this little space that I own, I'm living with roommates and it's not like this is my own space, but if I can take care of it and honor the Lord in this space and how I choose to um take care of the things that have been given to me now like how much more will the Lord continue to bless me with in the future when I hopefully one day have a home with family and kids um the Lord has seen me be faithful in this season for caring for what he's given me um so hopefully he'll entrust me with more um either space or just responsibility it's kind of how I see it and so that's why I feel like I do take kind of cleaning maybe more seriously than I me too or than other people just because I really do believe like the concept that the Lord is uses every opportunity to kind of like uh, allow ourselves to grow or prove ourselves to him and uh, cleaning is just one of those areas where I think can often get overlooked but I do think it's important so that's kind of my I guess biblical spin on it but when it comes to cleaning, I feel like you can definitely do like either a deep clean or just like a surface level clean. To me, deep cleaning would be like um, really like disinfecting everything and scrubbing it down, like whether that's in the bathroom versus just like a quick wipe down of something or dusting. Um, so you can kind of decide like where your space is at and be like, okay is this need a deep clean or is this just like a quick like qu quick clean that I could get done and then um another thing that I was thinking about is that you could either do this like whole kind of like physical cleaning in either um a whole day or do it in segments I know some people really like to designate like okay Mondays I'm gonna clean the bathroom Tuesdays I'm gonna work on the kitchen Wednesdays when you laundry and kind of split it up like that and to me that kind of stresses me out for some reason um and I really prefer to do it all in a day um but I totally understand that you don't always have a full day to do that kind of a thing and I definitely don't always have a full day so I do have to tend to tend I do have to tend wait I'm trying to say I do tend to do 
it more in segments, even though I don't prefer it that way. But, um, yeah, I would love if I could just have, like, a, like, even just, like, a half day each week to do a deep clean of my room, my bathroom, the kitchen, the living room, like, things like that. Um, I feel like that would just make things feel a lot more peaceful but again that's something that I'm like okay when I have my my own space one day um with obviously like my husband and kids and stuff like that when I'm not living with roommates I think it will be different to kind of manage that time um but yeah to me a whole day looks like um starting some loads of laundry and cleaning the bathroom and the kitchen and your room and washing your sheets and your towels and all of that so that's a different way of like kind of simplifying your life um another thing too is just like when it comes to the whole concept of tidying it's like you can tidy as you go and kind of the idea that if you could do it in two minutes why don't you just do it now and I feel like I think of that all the time like okay it would take me just two minutes to make my bed like why don't I just do it now or it would take me like maybe 30 seconds to clean up my stuff in the bathroom real quick or um I don't know, like 30 seconds to put my books away, close my drawers, 30 seconds to fold these pieces of laundry I've left out. Like when you, when you leave less out and you kind of clean up as you go, it makes it a lot less overwhelming when, than if you were to leave everything and then it's like, okay, now I have to spend 15 minutes tidying all this up versus if you just done it in increments, it's a lot um, faster. And again, I'm not like perfect at this. I feel like this has definitely been a season of my life where I've been a lot less tidy than I would prefer or have been used to. So, um, yeah. And then my last thing kind of going along with this is just making your bed because I don't know, it just, it makes you feel put together. It's like, okay, I've done one thing for the day. If that's all you do that day, like at least, you know, you've done one thing and then you can always make your bed and then just like you know, lay on it, get back into it, like, later in the day, if that's, like, what you need, but at least just, like, knowing you got something done, got you out of bed in order to do it, I think is just an accomplishment in itself, and, like, motivation follows action, so when you're, you put something into action, you'll feel a little bit more motivated, at least that's how I feel in the morning, when I'm, like, okay, I've made my bed, now I can kind of, I kind of get back into a routine of, like, okay, after I make my bed, what do I do? Go brush my teeth, and then after that, you know, just kind of get in a flow, and it makes it a lot easier to not just get back into it, which is really tempting. So, that's kind of my take on, like, physically clearing space, and I could honestly, like, go on forever about, like, cleaning, because I really do enjoy it, and I find it very therapeutic but I also understand that a lot of people don't and some people find it stressful or more as a form of punishment and so I'll just be praying for you because um I really feel like it's really helpful but I do know that people that at least I this is kind of what I've learned in my courses and stuff too of like people that do tend to love to like clean often feel a need for control and like by cleaning it's kind of like one area of their life that they can feel like they can control and I definitely resonate with that I feel like there's a lot of areas of life that I know I can't control and it's very like hard for me to deal with that and so like cleaning is a way to relieve that and like kind of be like okay but I can control like 
my space and how I keep it. So that's just something that I've learned to be true. The next thing that um, I actually do pretty frequently, and my mom would do this a lot growing up, is doing a declutter. So looking at your space, like everything in your space, every drawer, I don't know, under your bed, um, all your books, all your clothes, especially clothes, um, any little like knickknack things you have, like really like taking it all out of wherever it's being stored, organizing it, folding it, whatever you need to do to kind of make it um, so that you're able to see exactly what you have and then be like, okay, do I use this? Do I love it? Do I wear this? Um, and then kind of decide like, okay, I my time with this item is done or I haven't really used this at all. And then you can, uh, depending on what it is, like donate it, sell it, throw it away, whatever it needs to happen. Um, but just so that you are consuming less. I think that's a big part of simplifying your life is not feeling like you have to have multiples of everything and that's like one of my big tips when it comes to like decluttering is like get rid of multiples like you don't need um especially like multiples of things that are extremely similar like I understand if you have one curling wand that does like a certain kind of curl and then another one that does a different kind of curl like I totally get that but at one point in my life I think I had like two curling irons that were like literally exactly the same and I'm like why am I keeping both of these and I kind of started to notice like other things in my life I just have like multiples of things that look very like similar or are very similar and I find that's even hard for me too now with like clothes that um I tend to gravitate towards like the same kind of similar styles and colors of things and so trying to navigate like okay is this like something I really need to get or really need to keep when I have a shirt that just looks basically just like this or fits exactly the same um and I do think there's like obviously a balance in that but I think sometimes we can definitely accumulate a lot more than we need and yeah it's just very overwhelming to know like to just have to even take care of that many things I think too we don't like think about that often but having more things means more to take care of and more to um, remember and so by decluttering you can simplify your life in that way because you don't have to think about as many things like that um, I'm trying to think of another example of like multiples of things I feel like I haven't had a lot of multiples of things in a long time because I've just chosen not to live my life in that way because it was getting really overwhelming for me um, to have like two or three or more of like similar things I think what comes to mind, honestly, is, like, kitchen supplies, and I guess it can differ by, like, how many people you live with and how you guys choose to do things, but I feel like in my kitchen with the roommates that I live with, there's, like, way too many spatulas, way too many whisks, like, multiple of, like, everything, and it makes sense because it's five girls, like, cooking supplies, like, all together. But I think that can be applied even in, like, a future home of, like, okay, do I need 10 spatulas? No. Like, I probably need maybe, like, two or three, depending on how much you cook again. But 
um, just kind of figuring out like, okay, do I need this excess of things is really helpful. Um, but yeah. Um, next thing. Oh yeah. I wanted to talk about like phone media, honestly, any digital space that you have, um, cause this can look different for everyone, especially depending on what like, career you're in or I don't know, any hobbies that you have online, things like that. But at least for me, I find it extremely helpful and satisfying and like honestly necessary for me to um, organize my digital space. So, and like clear things out. So like on my, uh, I guess it's called like a finder tab on my laptop, I organize everything in folders so like I can easily find any document is like I never save a document without putting it in a certain kind of folder so that I know where it is at one point and that's really helpful to have that organized same with um, like on my notes app I have everything organized on there and then I delete emails as soon as I don't need them or I've responded to certain ones like I'm really big on like reading my emails and deleting and going through that clutter and unsubscribing from certain emails that I'm like, I don't need this or I didn't sign up for this. That really helps to kind of limit um, like consuming things I don't really need to. And I think too, with like when you unsubscribe from certain things like that, you get targeted with a lot less ads and then it's like a lot less temptation to buy things you don't need. So. Um, yeah, and then, like, on your phone, I would, I mean, I do this from time to time when I've noticed, like, okay, I've downloaded a few apps, but I haven't really used these ones in a while, or never even opened them, or whatever, just deleting apps that you don't need or use. I think that's really important. Um, some people just keep them for the sake of, like, what if I need it this one time, and my kind of mindset is, like, okay, yeah, you may need that app, like, in the future once but like just download it you know in that situation you know I don't know maybe that's not wise of me but I just am like okay I'm, I don't need to keep let's say I'm like trying to think of an app I don't use often I think the Starbucks app because I rarely go to Starbucks and if I do go to Starbucks and I'm like oh I'll just download the app and then use my gift cards on there but I rarely like rarely go to Starbucks so I'm like I don't need to keep this on my phone if I'm going to use it like once a year twice a year or something so that's like a silly example but something that kind of came to mind um another thing is just to like clear out your photos like if or organize them too is really helpful I organize kind of my photos by like each year and I have it saved on my laptop and it's on the cloud so if anything ever happens I'll have them but um either organizing them in different albums or whatever you want to do so that you kind of know like that they're there and also deleting like I don't know screenshots or texts or like photos or whatever that you have I feel like that stuff can kind of add up and just like be unnecessary you know unless you obviously need those things I wouldn't like get rid of it but just kind of like going back and being like okay six months ago a year whatever like I had screenshots of this and that I'm like do I really need this um and it's crazy how much better you actually do feel when you kind of like get rid of things that don't really serve you or aren't really important um 
and I do that pretty often. And uh, another thing that I was kind of going to say that goes along with this is um, unfollowing people or accounts on social medias that you have that either don't resonate with you. Like, you, I'm just going to say this in case anyone needs to hear this and have, like, freedom in this. You do not need to follow the people that you went to high school with if you're not in contact with them. Like, if you are one of those people who are like, oh, if I unfollow them, they'll think that I hate them or something bad happened or whatever. Like, trust me, I can totally be that person. But you don't need to follow that one girl you knew in middle school. Like, if you want to follow her and keep up with her life, like, do your thing. But to me, I find that's really unnecessary. And on social media, I prefer to follow people that I have actual, like, real-life interaction with still. Um, And to me, people that I knew in high school, even if I was close with them in high school, if we're not close now, to me, it's like, we can still be friends. They have my number, but, like, there's no need for me to be consumed in um, their digital presence or whatever they're doing in their life if we're not actually connecting in real life. And again, it's not to say that anything bad happened or there's any bad blood between um, those people. It's just not that deep, I think. And I think we can tend to make it pretty deep of like just stressing about it and even two people allowing certain people to follow them, like, um, like, if someone, let's say, you went to high school with or college with, requests to follow you on Instagram, and it's like, oh, well, I was trying to keep the people on my account kind of just, like, closer friends or people that I'm actually, like, interested in, like, um, keeping in touch with, and it's like, oh, I feel bad if I don't let them follow me, and so you let them follow you. It's like, No, you have complete control over who you do and don't let into your life. And it could be nothing personal with them. It could simply just be like, you don't want them to. And that's okay. And I don't think that's wrong at all to filter. um, Especially like with social media, I feel like that can be a really like, it's just a really hard line to walk of who you let into your life and like letting bosses follow you or, um, I don't know, for some people, co-workers or whatever it looks like, just be mindful of, like, um, who you let into, like, a more private part of your life, because social media, we tend to share a lot of, like, personal things, um, or at least just photos of our family or us or, I don't know, a life update, something, so, I don't know, that's just something that I've found to be so freeing, it's not, like, I... As we've talked about, I'm off Instagram for this year, but I only follow, I don't know, less than 100 people, and they're people that are actively in my life, whether that be family or friends, um, good amount of, like, co-workers, and obviously, like, my fiance's family and his friends and things like that, but, like, other than that, like, there's no need for me to follow or be followed by people that I maybe once knew in life but aren't really we're not interacting um and again you can kind of decide for yourself like what feels right what doesn't but at least for me that's what I've come to a conclusion on and I feel really I don't know I feel really good about kind of the boundary with that um and then also to kind of my last thing for or my two last things I guess is like 
deleting um, text threads that you don't need, either if that's people you don't really talk to often, or honestly, if you just want to, like, refresh all your texts, get some extra storage, I find that's helpful sometimes. At the end of each week, I kind of go through, like, each text message group that I have kind of going and being like, okay, did I respond back to these people? Um, and did our conversation kind of end? I don't like to keep messages, not because I'm, like, scared anyone's going to find anything, but more so, like, I kind of need storage on my phone, and I'm also not super sentimental with, like, messages like that. The only messages that threads that I, like, never delete would be my fiancés, my sister, and, um, like, my family group chat, and my, um, my girl gang group chat. So, besides those, like, four, I never delete those threads typically but other ones I'm just like okay this it's not that deep to me I guess and I think that's kind of my theme with a lot of things like I've lot I've let a lot of things that used to feel deep or personal like kind of go in this area and I feel like that's what's been a big part of simplifying life uh, and then another thing that I've kind of come to understand more recently that's a part of simplifying life for me which I totally get is, like, very hard to do, and a lot of people are like, no, I don't really want to give that up, and I'm not saying you should, but if you need any encouragement or insight into giving things up, I definitely recommend deleting social media. The amount of, like, freedom this has kind of given me, and I'm not just even talking about, like, Instagram, like, a few years ago, I gave up Snapchat, and I was just like, this is just not a play, one, I didn't feel like I don't know, Snapchat to me kind of felt like my high school life and just like an immature platform for me to continue using just because the people I would interact with on Snapchat weren't like kind of, we were just grown distant, you know? So I easily deleted that app and did not look back. I think I had a Twitter. I really don't know why, but I know I deleted that Twitter account because I was like, I don't really know what's going on here. Um... I sometimes use, like, a Visco app to, like, edit things, but I don't have, like, a like an account or anything I post on anymore because I found that that was just, like, another kind of area of life where it wasn't really serving me. Um, I'm trying to think of any other, like, social media platforms. I don't have TikTok. I, I had one for a little bit, but, like, it was more during, I think it was during 2020 and more just to watch than to post. But, yeah, that that is completely gone for me, um, and those ones were pretty easy for me to, like, let go of, I don't have a lot of, like, I don't know, attachment to those apps, particularly, um, and those were, like, the only ones that I've ever had that I consider, like, a form of social media, besides I have Pinterest, but to me, Pinterest is, like, still a very wholesome place for me to be, so I don't stress about that, but the other one that I deleted, as we know, is Instagram, and it's only been, whatever, the last, like, 17 days, um, but I've done Instagram kind of breaks before, and I just, I know how it feels, and I'm excited to do a longer, like, time away, and hopefully it will be a forever thing at one point in my life, because I do think that, uh, Instagram is definitely addictive for a lot of people, and, uh, you get that dopamine rush, and I just really want a break and to be free from that, and so, um, my life actually, in a, a weird way, feels so much simpler because I'm not spending my time 
scrolling or looking at what I don't even know Jessica R is doing in her life or whatever like I am more present in my real life and I feel like honestly too I've been able to notice others around me better I don't know why I don't know if that's related but um it's just offered a lot of like space to just be me and not think about I don't know, you kind of just keep running tabs of different people in your mind sometimes and like I I think sometimes it can be unhealthy to have access to that at any moment of like I could check in to see what so-and-so is doing or what they've been up to um without actually like talking to that person like I could look and check my best friend's Instagram see what she's been up to the last few months but it's so different to actually like catch up with her in person and not just see a highlight reel so that's one of my tips delete social media but again I totally get that's really hard um and then um mm, this one is hard too be realistic with yourself about what you have the capacity for just because something is a good thing does not mean that you have to do it I think that we live in a very overcommitted, busy society and not enough people tell you like it is okay to not do all the things, even if all the things are good um, and are adding value to your life. At some point, you're going to have your eggs in too many baskets, you're going to be spread too thin that it's like these are good things, but because I'm doing so much right now, it's not a good thing. Like it's, I can't um, fully give my energy or my efforts to this thing because I'm too consumed with the 40 other commitments I've committed to and it it's gets really overwhelming and I I think sometimes we at least I can speak for myself like we tend to busy ourselves because it's easier to be busy than to sit with uncomfortable thoughts or hard feelings or whatever it is uh but really, when you you start to commit to, okay, like, what are my top three priorities or top four or five and not my top ten? Like, for me, I'll give an example. My, when I think of top priorities right now in the seasonal life, uh, what comes to mind is my relationship with the Lord, my relationship with Ray, my school, and my work and school and work are kind of muddled because my practicum slash work is part of my schooling so but yeah those kind of four things and while I wish like family and other things could be a priority I'm not saying they're not but they um my family is totally able to take care of themselves like my parents and my sister and um I don't live close enough to them right now and in other seasons of life like spending time with them and building relationship with them has been like a big priority and I still want it to be but I just know realistically in the season of life I can't commit to driving to see them every weekend and doing fun activities and like what I can commit to with them is like a phone call each week um or FaceTime and catching up but to me that doesn't feel um I don't know as personal as in person so I don't know kind of feeling where you're at with that but I think other little commitments that I would want to have but I know are not 
wise or reasonable in this season of life would be being a part of a Bible study or volunteering slash serving more at church. Um, even certain friendships are not as much of a priority as sad as, as sad as that is to say, but I've also been able to address this with friendships of like, it is not a you thing. It's just like my season of life I've committed to these things, especially like school and work, um, are kind of like timeline related. So I've just had to be really clear with certain friends of like, it is not that I don't love you or care or value your relationship, but us hanging out every week is just not realistic. Or even every couple weeks, it might have to be more infrequent than it used to be. And my friends have been really understanding and supportive in that, which I've loved. Um, but yeah, I think that's something that's helped to simplify my life is being like, okay, again, just because I'm like, okay, these are my top four things that I have a capacity for doesn't mean that I can't do those other things. Doesn't mean I can't volunteer at church or hang out with people. Um, it just can't be, for me at least, as consistent of a commitment as I maybe had it in the past or something like that. It's all about kind of prioritizing and also vocalizing to people. If you have to step back from a role for a little bit, vocalizing why if you need to, um, just so everyone's kind of on the same page and know where you're at and how they can support you as well is really important. And that's like some advice I need to take for myself too. I think there's certain areas like at church where I need to speak up and be like, hey, this is what's going on in my life. And it's not because I don't want to serve in the church and it's not because I don't want to do these things. It's just not where the Lord has me right now because he has put other priorities on my heart to focus on in this season and I want to be faithful to that and I'm also wedding planning so not to like pull that excuse out every five minutes but wedding planning while a lot of it is done and it hasn't been extremely like stressful it's still a lot to think about like I enjoy it and I love it but it's still a time-consuming thing and so I don't know I think a lot of people um I don't know, we just oftentimes don't think about other people's situation or have empathy for it. So as long as you can kind of realize and have empathy, empathy for yourself and where you're at in your own season, uh, and then kind of gain the words or vocabulary to express that to other people, I think that can provide a lot of relief and, yeah, simplify, simplify life a little bit for you. The last thought that I have on all of this is consume less. And I think I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but something that I've been convicted of recently and really uh, am trying to implement in my life, and again, this will definitely differ on the importance of the item, but uh, I want to wait a month to see if I really want something or if I still think about it. And honestly, too, it could even be more time than that. Like, wait a few months and be like, Dude, I, do you really want this? Like, or especially for clothes. Like, think about it for a week or two or three before just, like, it can be so easy to online shop and just, like, buy, buy, buy. Or there's a deal or sale or whatever. But I think when you buy a piece that has more value where it's like, okay, I waited for this. I really thought about it. I really wanted it. It's that much more special. And also, too, you're not really than buying things that you don't truly love. I've 
I went through this phase, like, kind of in 2020, I think, where I would just, like, order things online or buy things or clothes that were more trendy or, like, I thought were cute when I saw them for, like, those 10 minutes I was online, but, like, it didn't ever satisfy me because I would get them and be like, oh, this really isn't my style, though, or, like, I should have thought more about this, and just causes more hassle because then you have to return it and because you don't love it or whatever or you keep it and then you just waste that money so that would be kind of my piece of advice obviously if you need well like need groceries or I don't know pack of underwear whatever you need like I'm not saying like oh you should wait a month and think about it I'm thinking for more of those purchases that could be more like impulse related or unnecessary like you know pair of earrings you really want or I don't even know things like that um or even to like this kind of goes into like a sustainability top talk or something like that but um buying things used to like I've actually been because I was thinking about it like books are so expensive and I have gotten like a few books off of like thrift books or just like honestly like sellers online that aren't just like Barnes and Noble or a bookstore because it's like I can save money buying a used book like I personally don't really care how like put together it looks because after I'm done reading it I either give it away or I'll keep it for some time but it doesn't really hold a lot of value for me to have it looking like perfect so that's something else I'd recommend whether that's books or certain clothes too if you have a certain kind of piece that you want your your wardrobe or something maybe look for it on like Poshmark or a thrift store or something where you're not necessarily um spending as much money as maybe you would if it's brand new and you're also kind of being a little bit more like sustainable and again like you can definitely go into extremes with these kind of things and i I've been there before where I'm like, I'm only buying sustainable products or I'm only doing this, only thrifting my clothes forever. And it's like, okay, kind of having to take a step back from that all or nothing perspective. And I think that's a big part of living a simpler life is like figuring out what works for you in your season and going with that and organizing from there and figuring out what serves you, what doesn't what you need to get rid of, what you want to keep, what you want to implement, just all of those things. Um, And yeah, that's, I feel like this is just something that I feel like I could go on talking about, but I know a lot of people don't always get super interested in stuff like that. But yeah, if there's more kind of with this topic that I think about that I'm like, oh, I could really like do a whole nother kind of podcast about this then I'll definitely incorporate that in the future but as for now just that's kind of where I'm at with living a simpler life and I know it can kind of seem a little overwhelming just everything that I just shared but I feel like I'm living proof that like when you start practicing these things it almost becomes very like natural for you to kind of fall into these patterns and to me it doesn't feel overwhelming at all it feels more of like a good reset um, every once in a while for me to declutter or clean up my phone or organize my files or whatever I need to do. Uh, and it 
it just like relieves so much stress in the long run because I'm like, I know where that document is that I need to get to, or I know what's coming up in my calendar for this next month and like which friends I will be able to have time to see based on my how my priorities line up and things like that. Um, and I do think something too with all of this, especially being a planner and an organizer and stuff like that, I would encourage that you still do leave room for spontaneity. And that is something that I'm not good at, like, at all. I'm really spontaneous, but I do know that that provides so much joy and freedom as well. Um, so kind of being flexible, too, and, like, gracious with yourself. Like, okay, just because I don't stick to this way that I want to live my life um, all the time doesn't mean that, like, it's all or nothing. I guess it kind of goes back to that whole all or nothing thinking, living more spontaneously. I think that's something my fiance teaches me really well is like how to be more spontaneous. And I really admire that about him. And he's also a very good planner as well. I think he balances life really well. So a lot of the qualities I talked about today are qualities he has, but he also has a lot more. So uh, there's always a lot we can learn from each other. And I hope that today you learned something from this conversation hopefully it inspired you and encouraged you and kind of maybe even gave you like some things to think about more deeply or even like I don't know checklist to kind of go through um yeah it was fun to sit down and talk about this I did not expect it to be this long but I kind of do like when I listen to longer podcasts because I feel like I can just do them or listen to them while I do other things like cook or whatever I'm doing so um I'm not sure if my other ones will be this long but probably because I am a little bit of a talker when I get going so anyway I hope that you have a great Tuesday or whenever you listen to this and that you're feeling encouraged and um yeah come back next week for um And I don't know if I want to actually tell you what I'm talking about next week. But come back next week for a surprise topic. Um, I'll give you a hint. Uh, No, I won't. Never mind. (laughs) Come back next week. I'm still deciding if that's actually what I want to talk about. But you'll be surprised either way. So I'll see you next week.